0: hey welcome to part two of the outdoor man podcast on the fly this is part two with bernard like i said in the other one go back and listen to that one if you haven't done it's he's a great guy um really passionate about his fly fishing and the countryside um so yeah without further ado let's delve straight in
1: that was used by a fisheries officer to, to, to somebody I know in terms of spawning and, and getting into the Reds. Well, the place I go to in Scotland, we had a manager, a lovely bloke. When, when I first started up there, he was there. And the syndicate, under and some of us, uh, um, pay his wages full-time. And he used to run a little hatchery. It was basically a garage with some things running through. But he used to do, you know, 150,000 salmon eggs and probably 50,000 sea trout eggs and he used yeah. to go in and we used to do it every year. And know. it gradually grew and we, fi- we paid his wages and we financed the thing and you know, everybody thought we were doing a grand job. And it gradually grew and there was an improvement association formed on or became more active on the river. And a, a bigger and better hatchery was found because everybody thought it was a good idea. And he used to spend an awful lot of time, no reason why not, on the hatchery. And we, we were put in regularly a quarter of a million and probably 100,000 most years, if we could catch the fish, um, of the sea trout. And all of a sudden, because of um, we, we knew not what, but probably European rules or Scottish rules or Scottish government, not like in field sports or whatever it was, it got closed down. Just like that. Yeah. It didn't cost anybody other than us yeah. a penny and the volunteers who were doing it. We financed most of it. All right, we had some support from the fisheries board, but basically it was being run by the river. And then, so they stopped it. Two years later, guess what? The new Scottish government rules on classifying rivers came into force and our river was deemed to be not sustaining itself and meant that you couldn't take fish. So it was the lowest category. Yeah. Despite the fact that we'd been stocking it and they'd stopped us. It's and what was their answer? What were they going to do? They were going to allow, uh, do habitat regeneration and allow the thing to regrow naturally. Next thing that happens, beavers. No licenses issued, nothing. Suddenly the Tay system gets swamped, literally swamped
0: with beavers. That's actual physical beavers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they'd released anything. I knew there'd been talk about it. I didn't know there'd been any release. All over the bloody place. Really? Yeah. Every day's a school day.
1: And, uh, well, they didn't get on a bus no. and drop off in the local town and walk down to the river, I'll tell you that. And they certainly didn't walk there because our valley up there is the tops are about a thousand feet going east to west. The river's in the middle, there's a lock at the top end and there's an even bigger set of hills at the top end. Just so somebody put them there. has tipped them over somewhere and they did it in the Tay as well. Two years' investigation by the Scottish Government, guess what? Oh, they're there now, we'd better leave them. NRW, you will have seen in shooting times or somewhere or other, were spending £30,000 last year, year before, last year, on some research assistant wandering around Wales, looking where you can reintroduce beavers, but will they stock the rivers with salmon? Will they let anybody else do it? So no.
0: Obviously, the beavers do a lot of damage to trees and various bits and yep. pieces. What 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 damage do they do to the fish? They they they, Nothing they take... to the fish, but what they do is they
1: ruin the fishery. I need. That's part of it. Right. That's the map of it. Okay. Our, our little bit up in Scotland, it's got it's two and a half miles, and we've got more more or less double bank. Okay, there are four beats on it. Uh, the top beat is a bit like bits of the Vern, and a bit like the D around Corwen, not quite, but similar. Not quite as big, but that sort of meadow. Yep. The middle bit is. It's a strange bit of, 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 of country in that it's on the plate where the highlands and the lowlands meet.
0: OK. Uh,
1: and there's regularly earthquakes up there, OK? And the two plates rub together. And our middle beat is rocky and it's got gorges in it and it's got deep channels. So the river will be as wide as this two rooms together. But the flow is in a channel like this probably 10 foot 12 14 foot deep when it's normal running so what happens at the bottom bit is pure rocky stuff a bit like um parts of the conway and and some of the welsh rivers the, the rocky bits and what happens is these branches and these trees come in and they're because they've stripped all the bark off them, and they're waterlogged, they're down in the water, so they get lodged. And you're not allowed to move them. Right. Because the beavers have put them there. But you can't fish this gully now because there's trees in it, or branches. So the damage they do it is not just to the riverbank, which a lot will regenerate because it's older. Yeah. and old, they don't have a lot of willow up, well we don't have a lot of willow up there old it's mainly older it? and it will regenerate, that's fair enough, we understand that <coughs> but the banks are littered with sticks and branches and there's all this stuff in the water and you can't get rid of it
0: amazing, can you know?
1: I know, well it's fine, you leave it alone, you can't touch it of course we touch it, to take it out because it's ruined the fishery you know, people are paying to go there and what do we know, deep beavers why?
0: I didn't, know
1: that, I didn't know there was any release. There's rocks of them on our stretch. That's
0: probably I, that's probably I stood outside
1: part. our middle hut uh, last, not this May, because it was closed, we we couldn't go, the year before with my wife. And we were standing out there at lunchtime, just having a sandwich, looking at the river, and the beaver was right in front of us. Just went straight down past the source, flapped and went down and it appeared 20 yards below. They're all over the place, wow. and the signs are everywhere.
0: Yeah,
1: and it, that's in three or four years. That's happened. Yeah,
0: well, it's and funny, it, All you, illegal. I I I, I, sp- I spoke about badges a few times on my yeah. podcast. Not it sounds like I've got a right prejudice against them. Maybe I have a little bit. Um, but when I was, before, I left Norfolk when I was eighteen to come over here to do my apprenticeship. And. I had never seen a live badger. Right. And then moved to Shropshire, rife with them. And now back at home, it's right for them. But and they, and they they've just come in just as quick as you, you know, quick as you. I well,
1: you say you eighteen when you came here and you've never seen one. Well, I in my life, I guess I'd probably the first thirty or forty years of my life I never saw one. Yeah. And I've lived around here all my life. You you knew there were some sets about, but you never saw them. You certainly didn't see them dead on the road, really? and you rarely saw them or any sign of them. You, you, I I was aware there were some in some of the woods, but nobody ever said anything about it. They're everywhere now, all yeah. over the place. You can't go down there. You get a wet couple of wet nights, wet warm nights, and go down the road
0: the next day. There's always a dead badger. Yeah. Yeah, most, most, most roads you go down, you can't go a few hundred yards without seeing one dead somewhere yeah, along the line.
1: Go back down the road and up the road to Acton Piggott, and there's a set on the side of the road there. Yeah, that'd cool a great it. big one. Yeah, I know. Huge that one. one, still there. And that's well, fine if they want to have badges, that's fine. But I suppose the one thing that's happened is that because of the demise of the small, the small mixed farms around here, the, the cattle have disappeared. We yeah. There's nobody got cattle around here. Very few. No, you one or two up in yeah. the hills, but not here.
0: So you said you started with the fishing in the 80s. Yeah. Is that when you started started fishing? No,
1: I started fishing like everybody else as a teenager, and then all sorts of other things came along, like cricket and football and. Women. Better not say girls, because my <laughs> wife might be upset. But you know, as, yeah. as teenagers do, you know, and, and <laughs> I didn't, I didn't fish a lot as a, as a kid. And then when we came here, our kids were, one was nine, eight, seven, eight, nine, ten, something like that. The one was, Um of course the stream was a magnet, wasn't it? And then he discovered there was a fish, and then we had to have fishing rods and. I got interested and at the same time as I say I was I was working with a guy first time I worked with him um, within the department. Um it was King Salmon, Man. And he used to say, Oh, I've been out you know, come in at nine o'clock and say, Oh, I've been out for three hours already on the river and I remember one day he came in with a black plastic bag and it was a about a fourteen pound salmon that he'd just had. And he, somebody had said, can you get me a fish? And he got him a fish, so he brought it in for him. So we started talking, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, well, you ought to have a go. So I bought a rod. And eventually, um, he, he he was in several clubs. Uh, I joined some of them. I um, used to fish down here, opposite Longner, and up at the, around the confluence. Um, and that would have been early 80s just after we came here two years after we came here and did the work or most of the work on the house uh, and then I joined the the club and I gave up all the others and I've only ever been in that ever since simply because they've got so much water around the place Yeah, and I mean I, I, I used to do well with him I used to do a day at the weekend and probably two nights in the week. If it was, if it was going, if there was fish about, I don't know it's just mad. I've every, I've it fetching, I have been I made the time I spent. Yeah, I made the time I spent. You know, it was just stupid. It was ridiculous. And I, that went on. He and he gave up in the end. For he wasn't very well, but anyway, he gave up. Uh, and I, I met, well, I knew this other bloke who, who um, I started going round with simply, you know, we shared a car. And he was the guy who'd been fishing even longer. And he eventually bought up in Scotland as well. But, yeah, I, so I've been at it since the early 80s. I I used to, do, well, I'm still a bailiff, but I, I used to do an awful lot. We used to do, um, I used to do about 15 working parties a week, uh, a year. 15 weekends we used to do all over the place did all sorts of stuff but uh, that's gradually as my back arms hands knees have di- deteriorated that's probably disappeared a bit still do a bit I usually do when the game fair was on I used to go for the club there do one or two bits for them but I don't do the bailiffing or the fishing I used to do I, can't, I and to be truthful this year has been an awful year for everybody but yeah. I really can't get the enthusiasm. I, I, it, it, it's it's the hunting bit. I, I'm sorry. I, I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go hunting. That's all yeah. I do. <clears throat> yeah, work for Always it, ever it. Ha- always have done. It was an that, achievement. It was to it, that. it? I, I, I. The guy who used to be our manager up in Scotland used to shout at me because if I went out sea track fishing at night, I'd only got to have to catch one and I'd go. And he said, "Where'd you go? They're obviously there." And I said, "Well." I wouldn't get any more pleasure out that's of what that's That's what's called hunting, isn't it? Not, not killing. I, I, I wouldn't get any more pleasure out of two than I did out of one. Yeah. I've got a really nice fish. I had a really good experience. I had to work for it. I've gone home. Same when I go trout fishing. I, I'm not a trout fisherman. I'm not very good at it, but I go trout fishing simply because, you know, the river's closed and I go to the pool. And sometimes you turn up and it's just been stocked. And there are people who stay there all day and catch 25 and they can only take one. Yeah, what's the point? And I, I get to the, after I've had about three or four, I think, what, why why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, what am I going to get any more, more pleasure out of the next two than I've had out of the ones I've got already? I may as well just say, well, I've had a nice morning.
0: Thank you very well, That's a couple of hours. Thank you very much. I'll go and do something else. Dad's like that. Dad's a keen fly fisherman. And and I've, as you know, I've got a rod, because the last time we spoke, actually, was when I was looking to get a rod, um, which has been used a grand... Like I think i count on one hand as many times I've been out. Um, but it was only to go with Dad. And do you know what? Dad would go for a couple of hours just to get away from the dogs, get away from work. If he catches something, he catches something. Yeah. If he doesn't, he yeah. doesn't. And if he catches three, yeah. great. If not... Yeah. Right, and, that's the way sh- and that's the way it should be. i have gone three years without catching a salmon. Really? Yep.
1: Started in February, finished in October, three years running. I, hell. I can't say I was ever anywhere near a fish. I don't no, care, because no. I would go next time, and I'd go and see if I could. Yeah. And it was the hunting thing. It did yeah, bugger all to do with catching. I mean, I was thinking about it, the most salmon I've ever caught in a day was three. And I can't say the third one gave me any pleasure no. I just caught it because I happened to be there. I, than, the only time I've done more, better than that was not sort of serious fishing. I used to go up to Scotland to, for, when we had the hatchery, We they discovered, they used to do electrofishing, and then they discovered that they were causing damage to fish by the spotting, yeah. damage in the spine. And they worked out that the treble hook in the mouth was less damage to a fish than
0: electrofishing. I remember you going and doing this. Yes. Yeah. So I've been at longer at the yeah,
1: time. Yeah, I, I used to go up. Well, my son, my son used to go with me. We used to go up in November-ish. And there'd be about eight or ten of us who'd split up between various beats that we were allowed to go on, not just ours. And two of us would fish together. We both we both have spinning rods. We'd have a net between us. We'd fish more or less together. And we'd go like stink through through a beat, right, through. <laughs> as fast <laughs> as you can, catch what you can, and get on. You know, yeah. no messing about. Hit them hard, heavy yeah. heavy line. Get them out, get them into the net, and then decide what to do with them. And I've caught rather more than three doing that. Yeah. But that was for a purpose.
0: Yeah, it was a conservation reason. It was not a
1: Conservation a... thing. The more you catch, the more you. And you know, you about two o'clock in the afternoon, you get a message saying don't catch any more cockfish, we've got 25, we don't need any more, we're after the hens. So you'd you, you change your style, wouldn't you? But, but, I, but as I say, the, the three is, I'm sure it's three, is the most I've ever caught. And if I caught three, two or three a season, I would be extremely cheerful. And I'd still go out the next day. No, I, I couldn't care less whether I caught one or not. No, I
0: it's the hunting bit. That was, that was the bit that have got me with the foxhounds, because, and, and the eagle falconry, not that I'm doing it this season, but I love to watching the foxhounds work. Yeah. Uh, whether it's a, whether it be flushing to me yeah. or a, a drag. Yeah. Even the bloodhounds. I used to love watching the bloodhounds work. You know, when yeah. the, the runner would go off and you'd see the hounds working. Oh, I can understand and, that. And, and, and that. And then from there, obviously the eagle where, you slip the eagle on the hair or the, the fox oh, yeah. or the munch out. Oh, yeah, and To see that would be... It's It was that bit between release... And catch or miss, depending on what happened. that's a bit I loved. I didn't yeah. care whether she caught no caught it. I mean, it's good for her, for yeah. her morale. Yeah. But that her working it, and and it, it, and it was and it was that bit. That all it, 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 it's
1: admirable. It's it's, a, I, it's one of the reasons I don't tell people I go beating because I don't get any money for it. <laughs> uh, it's one of the reasons I enjoy beating. Yeah. Is I love watching. Dogs work. Yeah. I love watching a sp- the enthusiasm of good more too
0: far in front. Well, I <laughs>
1: I know, I remember. No, I, I but I, I love seeing a good dog working a piece of cover, you yeah. know, and, and, and uh, or, or picking up. There's a guy who comes to the, the shoot. Uh, oh, remember Keith Carter? Yep. Well, oh, Keith Carter's still knocking around. He's had his legs done, but he's still knocking where well, he's hoping he is. The last time I talked to him, he was okay. But he watching him and his dogs, and controlling three or four around his feet yeah. when he's picking up.
0: It's just even blacking. It pains me to say it. I'd never admit yeah. it to him. No, you know, his he's... dog was just brilliant. I could yeah. watch. I could watch his dogs all day. And another dog I always loved watching, and actually I preferred, I preferred watching him work. His dog was Mick. Yeah, yeah, because, Mick was good because his dog was good, but Mick would be so up about working the dog. Yeah, yeah, it would yeah. be Great watching him at the same time. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I, I and it was that. I, I, it's exactly that. And it, it's seeing. Something being done properly by something that's been trained and properly bred for the job. Uh, I, I, and it's the same with the hunting thing. It, 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 it's not, it's not getting vast numbers of something down on the ground. No. I, I couldn't do. Uh, we always say have beater days. I couldn't go and stand at a shoot. Where you were going to have two hundred and fifty birds, and you just
0: keep shooting. It's not. That's not me either. I, I can't do that. The wildfowling. I loved, I always loved the wildfowling. Yeah. And and that's I suppose from granddad that was pushed into yeah. me. And working, if you got
1: half a dozen, you thought you were doing really well. If I you come off. Home.
0: If I come off. If I come off the um, off the um, a for the goose. I had, a, I had a bloody brilliant morning.
1: You could stand outside my place and wait for the geese. to Until
0: yeah, last night when I was having tea, some, some geese came bloody over. Bloody hundreds of them. That that the hill
1: over there at Moseley and that one over there. But yeah, but it's, that's it exactly. Yeah, it I, really I, I, it. I, if I got the money, I wouldn't pay to go to stand.
0: My stepdad works from for a well, well, well do family in Wimbledon, and he's just got into a shooting in a big way. And he's paying, going, I think it was grave shooting, and they were going to drive-by-drive drive on a helicopter. It was it was mental money being spent. And my stepdad got asked to drive him pretty much through the night to a shoot up in Newcastle. Not a problem. So he drove him up after, went, went to a party, picked him up after the party, drove up pretty much through the night, and then shooting the next yeah. day. They got a bit of sleep, but not, not masses. A gun didn't turn up. So, my stepdad's boss was, was was very kind to Simon and said, do you want to shoot? And he paid for the day. Well, they, they shot the Friday, 500 bird day, stood there and pulled the trigger all day. Then the next day, they had a 300 bird day, if not a little bit more, and then he shot the morning because they went to watch Newcastle play right. Chelsea in the afternoon. And Simon said, you know, it was amazing, it was this, it was that. I went, did you enjoy it? Yeah. He went, well, he said, yeah, I did. I don't get to do that. I said, no. I said, but but, did you enjoy it? And, and the long and short of it was, it, it was all right. And I, it, I wouldn't pay. I mean, admittedly, don't you mind. If someone said, he go down, if it's free, can have a go, I'm sure I'd stand down and pull the trigger. I'm sure for the experience, you'd go. Yeah, but it, but it, you wouldn't do I it wouldn't, every I day. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be paying I would, for I it. Couldn't. Oh, no, I couldn't. One of the most my most favourite memories of all time of shooting is I used to go up to Balmoral every every year with the gun dogs when I left school. Especially when Dad used to go up. My favourite two days of the year was the twelfth and the thirteenth yeah. because it was a walked up day. Yeah. And they didn't Balmoral don't sell any days, but they sold um to a guy called Frank these two days and it'd all be walked up. So they had the ponies out with the pannions on with all the lunch and the drink on. Yeah. We'd walk out and then walked the, you know, the, the hill back, back to the motors. And it was just brilliant. Watching the dogs work, Yeah, you know, grouches to yeah. getting up in front. the experience. Yeah, and they didn't... And you, if,
1: if there's a few birds, that's
0: fine. With it, that sort of shooting, you don't well, hit I everything do either.
1: But like, I'd go and stand on a peg and shoot 300. I wouldn't know. It'd drive me mad. Yeah. i I, Well, I don't shoot, other than on beater's days. I... I'd, uh, very kindly, people lend me a gun, but I, I, you know, it doesn't bother me. I'd rather just beat and, and watch and watch the dog. It's the same with the fishing. I, I, you know, I I said to the guy I rang the other day. In fact, our chairman. Um, I I've got to the stage now. I don't want. I'm I'm not thinking about salmon at all now. I just want to get to the end of this month and then I'm going to start grailing fishing because yeah. I enjoy grailing fishing. There's yeah. no pressure on it. You just do it for fun. Yeah, yeah, you and it. that's
0: what it's got to be. It's got to be funny. <coughs> if, enjoy it, there's no- <coughs> and if
1: there's no, if I don't get any pleasure out of it, I don't do it. but I got no pleasure, I got no pleasure as of killing ten as opposed to two. I uh, just, it wouldn't make any
0: difference what it was. I lost my love for the for the fox hounds with with the bird because my job was to be up in front and and, and attempt to catch that fox with the yep. eagle, but. It isn't always happen like that, and I'll be getting moaned at. Oh, why weren't you in front? Or oh, why weren't you there? Why weren't you here? Yeah, yeah, or why yeah. are you too far yeah, in front? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too far in front. You can't be too far in front, yeah. but apparently you can. I got fed up. A I got fed up being spat at by aunties yeah, yeah, and and sprayed with citronella spray, and and being called a murdering bastard. Yes. Um, and I just got and I get fed up being moaned at in the politics. And I thought, Do you know what? No. I'm done. So no. I put I bought another push bike. I'm following the hounds on a push bike. My daughter can come with me. If it's a crap day hunting, I haven't got to go. I'm go not obliged to go. If it's wet, I can go home. Go and do it for pleasure. Yeah, and, yeah. and get the love back for it. And this is the one thing that the podcast has brought back for me because I was starting to hate the countryside and resent it quite quite a lot because obviously yeah. the keeper inside of things is, is demanding yeah, yeah. on your social life and your home life. and Talking to other people about the countryside and, and, and all the other bits and pieces has really sort of brought me back to it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, it, I, it is. It, it's, it's one of the things I used to get out of... of um, of uh, doing all the working parties, uh, we we the guy who, uh, who got me into fishing, uh, he was a bailiff. In fact, he was a bailiff when I started fishing, and because we went round together, he, he kept saying, "Well, you'll have to come and give me a hand to put these signs up, or mend this fence, or do something." <laughs> and after about two months, he said, "You ought to be a bailiff. Uh, I'll get I'll sort it out." So I suddenly I'd only been in for less than half a year, and I was suddenly a bailiff. And But we used, to, we used to sit down every year and we'd say, well, you know, which waters have we got? What's wrong? During the year when we saw people, we'd say, what do you want doing here? Or somebody would say, see that tree? You know, bloody branch, there's a pain in the butt. And we used to, we used to, to yeah. rock, rock up with a chainsaw and, or, and do it. And we'd get 20 or 30 blokes to come and give us a hand. And we, we used to plan it i built Otters at Holtz before now. And <laughs> I think, oh, everybody's saying, oh, Otters. Bloody hell, we've been doing things for Otters around here for years. Years and years I've been doing it. And, you know, that, that's the way. But I used to get a lot of fun out of that enjoyment. i get shouted at for, you're not doing another one this weekend, are you? <laughs> the kids want to go, uh, yeah. well, I've said I'll go. So. <laughs> but, yeah, I'd, you know. It takes time. You know, yeah. People don't have time. They don't want to do it anymore. But uh, I'm afraid the the body the, the the spirit is willing, but the body is becoming increasingly weak. Uh, so a, a lot anyway. of that is the spirit. I mean, I still enjoy talking to people on the riverbank. I mean, I, I've been th- I rather like you. I've been threatened a few times by people who shouldn't have been where they were, and I learned very early on that you you always kept the, them between you and the river and it helped if you were wandering around with uh, something that looked vaguely like a radio yeah. and it was even more help if you've got a, a camera in your pocket because yeah. you could say, well, I, I've got to go somewhere else now but I've got to report to the committee so I'm afraid I'm going to have to do it so can you just look this way, thanks very much, and walk <laughs> and go and you could bet your life five minutes later they're gone, Yeah. always
0: and they just, you know, just... With, just ignore them. With lockdown, I don't know, and I don't know how the bailiffs would have found it for the fishing, but or, or people in general, but a friend of mine um, on a big shoot at home, and lockdown started, and he said, I've got people where I've never had people before. Yeah. He said, you're just finding people everywhere. He said, you just can't do your job. No. He said, you're just forever curting yeah. people off. And then he said, well, I've got the right to roam. No, no, you haven't. Let's, let's give you an education before I fuck you off. And... Oh, well,
1: Churchpool, there has been the there. Been, been more people on the beach there when the river was down, uh, during all of that, than ever. There's been anglers on it, kids, little ones swimming, and I. The number of times I've thought oh, I'd better go down and say, "Look, don't go in there because you'll die." Do you know how deep it is just down there? And uh, leave them alone. You could, I've tried that before now. You just get wet to go.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, I. I've been down there before now on a Sunday afternoon. Oh, some years ago this was by myself, fly fishing. Bloody great trouble look on the back, fifteen foot rod. Going down the run, fishing away, and I suddenly became aware that there was people about I turned around and there was a bloke ten yards behind me, standing like this with a camera. I said, What the f- what yeah. are you doing? Yeah. He said, "Well, oh, I was just taking a photograph. I said, Do you know what's the end on the end of this line? what do you mean? So I showed him, I said, well, if I stuck that in your eye, yeah. what would you say? Well, anybody part wouldn't exactly yeah. be uncomfortable. I said, you know, if you, I'm, I'm, my casting isn't the greatest thing in the world, as many people will have commented before yeah. now, but at least it goes back there and then goes that way. But I tell you what, if a 15 foot catches you the back of the ear with a treble hook, you do yeah. know about it. Yeah, yeah. But I would have no idea. And the number of times I've been down there and somebody's come down with their kids and the bloke's come up to me and said, are you staying? Yeah. Why? Oh, I'm fishing. Well, can't you go somewhere else? Why? Well, the kids want to play in the rotter. Really? Fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) Now, you can't stop them, that's the thing. Everybody now thinks they've got rights and they've got no responsibilities. Yeah. And uh, up there is it's a real problem, because of course the Scots have given everybody the right. Has got,
0: they've got the right to roam, and they go where they like. Yeah.
1: And we, our, our middle hut, we had a toilet, a portable toilet outside, and guess what? Our portable toilet was broken into and was being used regularly by trashed. people going up and down, trashed. Yeah. And you think what? And you, a number of times I've walked down and there's been people sitting on the seats. And you think hang on a minute. Who seats that? Oh, well, you know, we were just walking past. Uh, can't yeah. be doing with it. Still, but, but no, going back to the salmon, the salmon on the seven is a sorry position at the moment, I'm afraid. There will be people who, who will tell you slightly differently. There's the lads who are down, well, the lads, the old gentlemen mainly, who fish Worcester. Um are 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 probably catching a few and there's all there's always one or two up and down the river but nowhere like the numbers there were i mean the one thing that they they they, they are beginning to do and it's it's the thing called the seven rivers trust is is behind it um they've now put it in a big fish pass at worcester but it wasn't for the salmon it was for the shad Mm -hmm. right because they couldn't get over the weir so Tell with salmon and salmon fishermen we'll just get the shad back. Why? Well, conservation. Nothing to do with fishing. No. They're not interested in fishing. We're dinosaurs basically. But well, there's an old cynic talking. Yeah. That's probably enough. Right.
0: I'll say thank you very much. Push that button.